This program is brought to you by Pussy Magnets. Welcome, welcome, my lovely lumps. Or should I say lovely labs? I'm so thrilled to have you here in the Labia Lounge to yarn about all things sexuality, womanhood, holistic health, and everything in between. Your legs. Ah, <laughs> uh, can never help myself. Anyway, we're going to have vag loads of real chats with real people about real shit. So buckle up, you're about to receive the sex ed that you never had and have a bloody good laugh while you're at it. Before we get stuck in, I'd like to respectfully acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording this, the Manang people. It's an absolute privilege to be living and creating dope podcast content on Noongar country, and I pay respect to their elders past, present, and emerging. Now, if you're ready, let's flap and do this. <laughs> oh God, is there such thing as too many vagina jokes in the one intro? <laughs> Whatever, I'm leaving it in. It's my podcast. Don't panic, you're not broken Your sex education was a piece of shit Get your flaps out and pull up a couch It's the Lady Lounge Ah, oh, shit Far out, woman What's got sand in your clam now? Sand in my clam Hey, my labial lead chammers. Welcome back to the lounge. I am welcoming Chloe Adriana back again for her second appearance. Welcome, Chloe. Thank you. So good to be back in the lounge, squishy and cozy in the labias. <laughs> um, and we're going to do a, a sand in my clam installment. So if you're new to this uh, series of episodes, sand in my clam. Basically, it means like things that piss us off and get sand in our clam and I want to talk about them. So I've been getting friends on to chat about things that piss us off um, and that probably need a little bit more, uh, I don't know, airtime, awareness spreading. And so today we're going to chat about social media and the impact that that the censorship uh, rules have had on both of our businesses as sex educators and and sex coaches so I guess Chloe if you want to do a little little mini spiel if if you guys haven't heard the first episode we did together it was it's still one of my favorites it's um it was about dating and being single um in your late 20s and 30s and it was an absolute doozy I still get people being like oh my god that was so relatable oh my fucking god it was like you were talking directly to me so definitely check that one out there was some funny funny little anecdotes in there as well <laughs> something about a cum lord um <laughs> but yeah Chloe if, if people haven't haven't heard that and don't know who you are do you want to just give us a rundown about you and your work yeah so I mean I think the reason why you and I connect so much Freya is that we, we have very similar, very similar callings and ways of expressing it in all the color and vibrance. Um, I'm a self, I call myself a self-love and sexuality coach um, and facilitator and I live in Melbourne and um, yeah, I love working with female bodied humans to just erupt their sexuality and have full permission of loving the fuck out of every part of their amazing selves. And I also go by the pussy queen. 
I think I get like the little, uh, <laughs> what the, what is the Google like thing telling you how your Google's going? And like my top hit on Google for searches is the pussy queen. So there's people out there <laughs> searching, why. where is pussy queen? <laughs> um, yeah. And it's super good to get on to this topic with you because I, it is the thing that is the sand in our clan when we often message each other, um, DM each other about censorship, censorship, censorship. Yeah, yep. It is the bane of my existence. It's made me want to give up entirely on my business so many times I can't even count. Um, and semi recently, you you had an experience that yeah, pretty much brought you to your knees and your business to your knees for a hot minute there. And you've bounced back and you're you know recovering from that. But do you want to just like chat about how the censorship? laws on the gram or oh, it was facebook and instagram wasn't it yeah what happened um so i've been getting like shadow banned for years and um you know like little warnings every now and again like this post was removed blah 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 but i i'm just was like whatever kind of pushing the pushing the edge a bit just because for me it's sharing about sexuality is what i'm actually doing and um I've worked pretty hard to de-censor myself as a human being that I don't even realize mm. that some things are potentially like censorable. Um, cause to me, it's like, yes. Oh, that's really PG for me, but apparently yes. it's not. Um, and anyway, I was actually working at Sexpo, um, selling, uh, sex toys there. And I just went around the space taking some videos. And what I believe happened was that I took a video of, um, the dot like those dolls that people buy to have sex with that are really like uh, am- yep. wildly real like very very realistic uh, and I took a video of yep. them and um when I went to the bathroom on my shift later on I went to log on to my messenger and it was gone and then I went to go on my Facebook and I couldn't get on and then I had some tech two text messages from people saying have you like deleted me on social media or something and I was like what's happening and Of course, then I opened Instagram and it said your account has been removed um, because of um, censorship violations. You have 30 days to appeal this decision. Um, And I spent, I have spent the last three months appealing that decision, having hundreds of friends and followers and friends of friends appealing on my behalf. Um, And I have never once received an email or any form of communication from Meta. Um, My, my Instagram was actually connected with my personal Facebook. So I also, it was my personal Facebook, which got taken down. So I've had Facebook since I was 16. So like 14 years worth of photos and contacts and friends also just like gone immediately. Um, Cause we don't back those things up and we don't have people's actual phone numbers and actual like contacts. Totally. Um, so yeah, just full erasal from the digital world. Oh my God. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how much we just take for granted that these platforms are there and we don't back up the photos and we don't, you know, get people's phone numbers and, and have ways to reach out in any on any other platform and like it's even kind of considered a bit weird if we do you know if you call someone on the phone whoa you weird stalker like you know people are expecting just like a little message on on messenger or instagram or whatever people don't even use like you know their phones for that purpose as much anymore and i think it's like extra devastating when you have no warning so you haven't actually prepared for that 
um, to happen. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy fuck, how am I going to get in touch with so-and-so? What about that message that I was about to respond to and I just have no other way? Like I can't remember that person's, you know, it's, oh, I can't imagine what a gutting feeling that would be just for most, like most people that kind of rely on that as their social um social outreach tool but then to have your business um impacted as well is just like super scary because I feel like I rely really heavily on social media to promote um what I'm doing in the world to you know market my offerings but mostly like to get really great educational information out there um to the most amount of people that it's going to help and like I get messages you know I don't have a big following at all um so I'm not kind of like making a whole lot of money that I'm relying on or anything like that from social media but I get messages from people being like you know never stop keep doing what you're doing like it's really had an amazing impact on me it's like changed my life or it's helped me in this way or like I'll often get people messaging me just saying how much my content helps them um and if that were all just to disappear like yeah I wouldn't have any I've got like a tiny tiny mailing list um yeah I don't really have any other ways to reach out to people and get that information out there and it's like you know the the content that we're putting out is so sorely needed um so yeah I I can't imagine how that would have felt like you must have just been gutted and like what did you yeah what did you do uh I fully went in I actually felt like I was dead. It was a really weird feeling. It was this sense of like not existing anymore and feeling like Mm. um, I've actually been like digitally erased and it was quite, um, it was traumatic for me. I had to really go underground. Well, I mean, I was forced to, but I just chose to, I've got another friend who was deleted last week and she just instantly jumped back on and she's like, come back fighting um straight away which is amazing um the queer sex coach uh, is her name but I personally needed time I was like I have to integrate like what this means for me um like why this has happened and I felt like I was furious I was so angry and like as you said I know that my content like has been really helping so many people as they've told me and um so much work and writing and beautiful pictures and fun pictures like gone into there. So I just felt like, yeah, I really felt this sense of um, having been dead. Um, But as I kind of like went into the process, like a lot of journaling, a lot of like embodiment and anger releasing. um, Yeah. Like I went through the process of feeling that um, I actually reached out to a friend of mine, um Dave Thomas and said like you know it just feels it's I'm so angry at this fucking platform so angry at their like inability to see to like balance all of the you know soft porn pretty much that is going out there for Mm. the purpose of literally just uh aesthetic pleasing which is great like I'm so happy for people to get to post sexy pictures of themselves like who are really famous and have no repercussions good on them but there's no balance then of um having people post things that are like um explicit in a sense of being informative and educational the balance is just like so skewed I mean I get people to go uh, if they don't understand like oh 
people will say like, yeah, but maybe won't you kind of asking for it a bit? And I'm like, go and look at accounts like that Dan Bilzerin, who like literally <laughs> is sickeningly exploitive of not himself, but of other women. Um, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a fucked balance. Like I swear. Yeah. The social media companies like will censor anything like body positive, feminist, sex educational. Um, I am constantly shadow banned or flagged. And like, that's kind of why I haven't been able to build like a larger following because pretty much all of the time over the last like four or five years that I've had, yeah, Instagram and been posting sex positive, body positive, educational content, like I'm shadow banned. And for those that don't know what that is, it basically means like your account is left up, um, but for all intents and purposes, it may as well not be because to some degree, often like a huge degree, other times less, um, people can't see your content, they can't search your name, they can't tag you, you know, you don't have like the rights to, like you can't put links in your stories, you can't, they take away all the functions basically, like the business functions and they also take away your visibility. So most, like no new people can find you, Um, they make it very difficult for even people that follow you to like see your content unless they really seek you out. And then you look at, um, you know, the way that they continue to allow hate speech and misogyny and transphobia and racism and fat phobia and like all of this fucked toxic stuff because it like serves them and it gets people to spend more time on there. Um, And it basically creates this like really, really thriving toxic environment where it's not safe for people in the more marginalized groups and you know I mean Andrew Tate need I say more it's like the perfect example like he he just managed to build this absolutely massive following that just skyrocketed and his content was you know popping up and being suggested to so many people and that I just it's just yeah it's like insanely gross to me it's like never-endingly frustrating and yeah the imbalance there is nuts like there'll be a photo of um there's this account miss giggles she's um all about you know being beautiful and being big and she's fat and she will post a picture of her in her bikini and that will get banned and taken down and then it's like okay like it's literally just the exact same pose and the exact same kind of bikini as like 50 other skinny women who are doing the same poses in the same outfit and they're not getting taken down. And it's like pretty, you know, even like as a, as a tip that I've received from a social media pro was like, make your account um, in the, in the settings say that you're a male because you like have to, um, you know, like say how old you are, where you live, email address, blah, 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 and, and your gender. And they're like, yeah, just say that you're male because it will mean the algorithm doesn't um, censor you as much. And I'm like, that is fucked. Like there's such an imbalance. Um, Yeah, it's just horrific. It really... And you just put so much effort into creating this epic content and it could just be gone in the blink of an eye, like completely just years of of effort. Um, yeah. Excuse the interruption, my loves, but I'm shamelessly seeking reviews and five-star ratings for the potty because, as I'm sure you've noticed by now, it's pretty fab. And the more people who get to hear it, the more people it can help. 
Reviews and ratings help me curry favour with the algorithmic gods and get suggested to other listeners to check out. Plus, they make me feel really good and appreciated as I continue to pour my heart and soul into creating this baby for you. And I promise I don't mazz over them or anything. I mostly just tuck them away for a rainy day when I'm filled with self-doubt and existential dread about being self-employed, which is fairly frequently. (laughs) So you see, leaving a review really does make a difference and it's an easy little act of support that you can take in just a minute or two by either going to Spotify and leaving five stars for the show or writing a written review and leaving five stars over on Apple Podcasts. Choose your poison, or if you're a real overachiever, you could do both. Whoa now. If you are writing a review, though, just be sure to only use G-rated words, because despite the fact that this is a podcast about sexuality, words like sex can be censored and your review won't actually show up. Lame. Anyway, oh, oh, what was that? Oh, you're going to go do it right now while I wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great idea. May as well just quickly click that five-star button before we get on with it and, you know, like forget about it and get on with your day. Um, um, oh, I'm hearing them roll in. I'm hearing those five stars. <laughs> oh my God, I make myself cringe. Anyway, uh, thank you much, Lee. You're a total gem and I'll let you get back to the episode now. I mean, I have like an interesting point to bring that I'm in, I I do want to know what you think because I saw yesterday that Betty Grumble got taken down. Um, Aww, well, what? yeah, I know, I know, yesterday. What the um, fuck? She's fucking amazing. And the thing is, I saw her post this picture amazing of her like um, at one of the Pride marches wearing a crocheted um, uh, underwear that had like a vulva on the outside and it was just her like showing the crocheted vulva um and I thought well the algorithm is not going to know the difference between a crochet vulva and your actual vulva and you're gonna like I I almost felt like that judgment of like watch out be careful because now I have this this fear inside of me and I've noticed that I'm like I am looking now at other people posting um, and being like, oh, be careful. But then I've had people reflecting to me like, oh, you've been putting some risky things up there considering you just got your account back, which is for me, I'm like, really, have I? But it's just like me in my underwear and me doing something, which, as I said, like I don't even con- – my brain doesn't conceptualize as being like risky because it's just like <laughs> that is yeah. so low-key compared to how, what, how I do actually live my life, <laughs> like walking around <laughs> naked, my menstrual blood painted on me and like whatever – um, madness that I am getting up to in my regular life. Um, but yeah, Dane Thomas, my friend was saying to me, he's like, rather than this mentality that I had of like, fuck you, fuck the system. He's like, why don't you change the perspective to see that you'd be given a free daytime slot on TV? Um, like on a TV, you got your own free TV channel, which like mm. was like 40 years ago, no one could do that, just have their own slot on TV, not even 40, like um, 20 years ago. Um, You've been given a free slot, but your slot is the daytime show and you can't just put whatever you want on the daytime show um, because you can get taken down. And if you want to have like an evening show that's more juicy, you have to go elsewhere. You have to redirect people elsewhere. And so this was a really actually quite, a penny dropped or something for me in this. Um, yeah, I don't know how what that kind of feels like for yeah. you. Yeah. 
Oh, totally. I mean, one part of me is like, yeah, but my clients aren't ch- children. Like my clients are adults and the topic is sex. So for fuck's sake, like how am I supposed to, you know, I feel very resentful that I have to change the spelling in any words that might, you know, draw the attention of the algorithm and like have to kind of like, yeah, censor my content and be so paranoid and so hyper aware of it. But at the same time, I really like that reframe because it definitely puts it into perspective. Um, and yeah, I like it. I'm going to remind myself of that. The only thing is that it's just, you're constantly reminded that you're being discriminated against and censored a lot more than other like influencers and stuff, for instance, because you're on these platforms and you're seeing all of this content. And because now I'm so hyper aware of what would be censored if I posted it, I see other people posting stuff and I'm like, what, how the fuck are they getting away with that? You know, like this is ridiculous. This is an uneven playing field. Like they're not on daytime TV. They're on whatever the fuck slot they want and they're getting away with it and I'm not and my business is hindered and I'm not able to help people as much as I could. So like what gives, you know, like I feel resentment around that and I I just think it's like hard enough to have a healthy relationship with social media as it is, let alone when your kind of business is relying on it. And yeah, I mean, I'm definitely moving away from using it at all. I'm starting to like, yeah, be like, okay, cool. Well, I'll just put the most safe content there And yeah, try to funnel people away onto other platforms that aren't censored. Um, But I'm I'm kind of at a loss. I'm just like, I don't want to keep creating all this free content for like a billion different platforms and trying to make it work on, you know, Sunroom or Freya or there's all these different non-censored platforms. But it's like starting from scratch again on a new platform. I mean, I hate social media to begin with. Um, I don't want to be spending all my time there you know like I've got some um I wrote down some notes from this course that I'm doing about um how to get off like run your business without social media um and it it's like mind-blowing like the science and the results we're getting from studies around um, smartphone use and social media because it's only 10 like 10 years old smartphone use and having social media at fingertips. <laughs> yeah it's like only 10 years old so the research is only just starting to actually show how damaging it is but basically social media um, has the power like research is finding that it has the power to change both the structure and the function of our brains like it affects short-term memory and long-term memory it hinders your ability to think deeply to focus to absorb information and to actually remember what you read and learn about so like you're going on there you're reading you know info and looking at content not actually remembering or taking in any of it and then it's also hindering your ability like if you're studying or you're trying to remember other things outside of social media you're going to have a harder time. It has significant mental health impacts, um, you know, brings about neuroticism, higher levels of um, impulsivity. It it affects your self-esteem, empathy, self-identity, self-image, gives you sleep problems and anxiety, stress, depression. Like all of this stuff is pretty massive. Like it sounds like just a list of side effects, but like if you look at each, you know, stress, depression, anxiety, sleep, like these are fucking massive. Um, and on developing brains, the negative impacts are even more profound and life-threatening. So like teenagers and kids are at such a high risk. Um, and 
and the science like is super clear about it like there's no two ways about this it is doing it is doing this to our brains and yet we're all just still super willingly going I mean yeah especially like businesses that feel like they're forced into using it because there's been this narrative of like well you can't run a business or get clients or market yourself without social media social media is marketing like that's how most people kind of think these days um but yeah then like I just feel powerless completely powerless because I'm making all this free content um that's like basically making the social platforms money like they're privately held companies they don't actually give a fuck about my business or my mental health and they want to just make you know make me create as much free content for them as possible because they're going to profit off that um, by having more, you know, more free content on their platform, more eyeballs, more people's attention. And then they can like, they can basically like monetize that. And, and, you know, it's just this, yeah, really yucky, vicious thing that I hate that I have to be part of. And then on the flip side, it's it's really helpful for some people and I know that the content I'm creating is yeah is powerful and healing so it's just this constantly conflicting kind of sort of resentful like frustrated state that I'm in with regards to social media like I want to enjoy it and have fun with it but I'm constantly reminded that none of my content is mine and I'm not in control of it and it could all be ripped out from under me at the drop of a hat and I have to play by these rules that I find ridiculous. So, like, that's my relationship with it, just to go on a big rant. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I really understand that and I really, like, I actually can see that that is probably where I was and I have ha- being deleted has actually changed how I feel now. Um, it feels cool. like it was actually liberating in a way, like actually being deleted, having the fear of what could happen finally just fucking happen. Mm. Um, and be, and like be like, oh, that thing that I've been so scared could happen at any time has happened. Okay. And having that experience of being like, I'm dead. I'm actually non-existent. And then realizing like, I'm alive. Like I'm real. No one's going to actually, I can't be erased. And like the work that I have been you know, called to do, I'm not going to stop doing it. Like no matter what, no matter how many fucking platforms I've got to restart using and stuff, I literally, I could say to myself, all right, I'm stopping doing everything. And it would take me, I reckon, like a month. And I'd be like, I've got to speak about what I'm doing. Like I just, <laughs> I know like it's, it has to, it wants to come through me and it will come through me. And if, and so I feel like it was a gift for me to be deleted at this stage in my career yeah, right. so that I could stop being so um in this like yeah fear uh bonded re- relationship with social mm-hmm. media um because it was really like a fear bonding like an abuse like being yeah in this, an abusive like, relationship yeah exactly being in this cycle and realizing like I'm actually free and when I'm not with them I still exist and I still matter in the world um and yeah now like I went on to YouTube and I was searching up people who do what I do um, on on YouTube and I found this woman who makes like 30, 50 minute long videos and I was thinking, fuck, who watches 
such long form content because you know TikTok's so popular and all these things that are just like mm. short, short, short. As you're saying, like the attention span. You know, she had millions of views on these like hour long videos, and I was like, do you know what? Mm. I actually can do whatever I want, and whoever's meant to find it is going to find it and take in the content like the way they want to take it in. And like you said, email list. Go and sign up to Freya's email list. Her emails are fucking amazing. Like I love my email list. I love writing to them, and they everybody like I so often get comments like I never read any emails but when yours come in it's like a special little treat like <laughs> um so uh it's it has like I'm back on Instagram I am there um because yeah like it's one of the most popular platforms in the world so I'm just there but I'm posting like once a week even less I used to post mm. like almost every day and I don't want to like I just think nah like I'll post when I really fucking want to and it's just not that often at the moment um yeah. So it, I, I actually do feel it has been a gift to just re, reshape. And I feel like I feel for you being in that place where it's just like you're just walking on the knife's edge of like something's got to give. Yeah. Um, and I know so many people are walking there, like so mm. everyone in our industry pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone in our industry. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like it would have been a bit of a blessing in disguise because it's sort of just – yeah, gets it out of the way. Now you know you can survive it. Now you've got a completely transformed relationship with it. It's more coming from a place of, yeah, you being in your power. Um, and I definitely am trying to turn the tables with my relationship with it. I just don't even, yeah, I've kind of been neglecting it completely until I've got something that I actually want to post rather than feeling like, okay, like, now I've got to create, you know, 20 reels for the coming month and I've got to schedule them and I've got to create, you know, all of this content and make sure that I've got enough to post three times a week or four or five times a week and so stressful. It was like honestly just taking up such an enormous chunk of my time and energy um, and I'd rather put that towards my actual clients and put it towards something like this podcast, which is also free content that I'm putting out. But at least it's like I can say whatever the fuck I want on here um, and I'm not going to get censored on the podcasting platforms at least. Um, it's so annoying when I try to take little snippets of like podcast um audio and stuff to like repost on socials as like a little teaser usually when we're saying something really like meaty and good that I'd want to share there's like swearing or there's like genitals or some words in there that I can't actually and I still kind of do it but it just yeah I can tell that's not helping the shadow banning situation but um (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but I've definitely I just maybe post once a week now and it's mostly about this podcast and I'm trying to make more actually I've been making a lot more YouTube videos as well um because it's yeah I just feel like that's a little bit less of an abusive relationship like the vibes the feeling of it and I've just taken the pressure off myself because it's yeah it's just it's just not healthy and ultimately I want to get off social media entirely social media always goes down the gurgler eventually like remember um like you know MSN and vines and myspace and tumblr and there's always there's always like you know they come and go so i feel like at some point this is all going to be irrelevant and obsolete so i don't want to build my whole my whole business on there anyway so um yeah it's it's almost doing me a favor the um like you were saying just to try and make me diversify the way that i get to people and make it more authentic um 
But yeah, so I, I would just say to everyone, join Chloe's mailing list, join my mailing list. Um, because also like regardless of if we want to keep creating content on socials or not, like that choice might be taken away from us at any moment. Again, because we do have to constantly tread this fine line, you know, yeah, we're just treading on thin ice with the censorship stuff. And mm. and yeah. if you're a content creator like um, us and you don't have a mailing list, like get a mailing list. It is mm. the only it is the only audience that you own yourself. Like if your audience is all on Instagram, all on Facebook, all on YouTube, whatever, you don't own that audience. They can be taken away from you. And even if you are going to start like sign up, sign up with a mailing list company, uh, don't use MailChimp. It's one of the most popular uh, mailing list subscribers and they, uh, they ban and will cut down um, people who talk about sexuality uh, on their platform. So go with platforms like Flowdesk or others. Uh, so like literally we have to think of all kinds of, we have to think of everything in our industry. Yeah. Um, and, but we're thinking of it. We're, we're not going to stop showing up for you guys because this is, yeah, this is what we fucking are so passionate about. And um, I'm proud of us. I'm really proud of us for doing the work that we do against like all odds. It's the modern day witch burnings. Like it yeah. actually is. Yeah. It's the modern day witch burnings. If you do not follow someone like us on our, like on your social media, it's because they haven't po- we haven't popped up in your suggested recommendations. There are yeah. so many people like us saying the most amazing things and it's up to you to actually go and find us and to share us with your friends. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's highly, highly necessary. Oof, well said, definitely. Yeah, it's it's like every single thing that we do takes consideration and risk and it's not like any other business, you know. Um, we can't even advertise on like Facebook or Google very easily. Like, you know, most of our ads would get banned unless we somehow managed to create one that didn't offend the algorithm but it's so tricky that people don't even bother you know like I know lots of people in my industry that are like oh no like it's not even an option for me to like advertise and and so they have to rely on organic um, marketing and stuff so yeah please like if you want to support people like us doing this work like really seek them out like Chloe said sort of share share posts like rather than just sort of like sitting in the sitting in the wings and just observing like share their posts be courageous like send it to a friend or save it or reshare repost like there's a lot of ways that you can support us that aren't financial like literally just spreading our content around is massive because that is you know that's our only way of reaching people and marketing our businesses since all of the other regular ways have been you know taken away from us so yeah please support thank you chloe thank you freya (laughs) so good and smiling over here my cup of tea (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've got my chai all right awesome well love y'all see ya well when did i start saying y'all anyway (laughs) (laughs) you're standing your clam you don't know what's going on on. (laughs) (laughs) bye everyone and that's it darling hearts 
Thank you for stopping by the Labia Lounge. Your bum groove in the couch will be right where you left it, just waiting for you to sink back in for some more double L action next time. And in the meantime, if you'd be a dear and subscribe, share this episode, or leave a review on iTunes, then you can pat yourself on the snatch because that, my dear, is a downright act of sex-positive feminist activism. And you'd be supporting my vision to educate, empower, demystify, and destigmatize with this here podcast. Also, I'm always open to feedback, topic ideas that you'd love to hear covered, or guest suggestions. So feel free to get in touch via my website at freyograph.com or say hey over on Insta. My handle is Freya underscore graph underscore YMT, and I seriously hope you're following me on there because damn, we have fun. We have fun. Anyway, later labial legends. I'll see you next time.